Welcome to this week's class in Chassidus. This week we're learning a beautiful, powerful Chassidic discourse from the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called by Yechudu HaShemayim. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse in Shabbos Parshish Bereshis, which is also Mavarchim HaChoydesh Mar Cheshvan, when you bless the month of Mar Cheshvan, in the year Tavshin Lamed Gimel. And the Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse exactly 49 years ago. So the Chassidic discourse is based on the verse in this week's Torah portion where it says, Hashem finished the creation of heaven and earth and everything that was part of the creation. So the Medrash Rabbah on this verse says, and he quotes from, from Psalms, where King David says, What does that mean? For everything, I've seen an end and a limit and a time frame, which is referring to heaven and earth. Heaven and earth have a time frame, have a limit to it. Besides one thing that does not have a limit. What is that? That is Torah. Why do we know Torah doesn't have a limit? Because it says, It's much longer from being able to, to create a quantifiable limit to Torah. That's what the Medrash says. So again, the recap, the Medrash is saying is that heaven and earth have a limit. Torah is limitless. So the Rebbe asks a simple question. What are we saying? We're saying is that heaven and earth have a limit. But the fact is we know that when Hashem created heaven and earth, you have within heaven and earth drawing in the powerful infinite light of Hashem. Ain Saif is in the world. And Ain Saif we know has no limit. And we know not only is there Ain Saif in the world, you also have the attribute of Ratzayin, the power of Ratzayin. And the power of Ratzayin, Hashem wanted to create the world. And we know, for example, it says in the beginning of the Torah portion, Bereshis Bara, in the beginning Hashem created, and if you look into the Targum Unkulis, Targum Unkulis translates, but Kadmin Bra, where what does that mean? Kadmin the first, it's referring to the attribute of Ratzayin. Ratzayin is a Kadmoin, it's the first of the spheroids. And we know Ratzayin is infinite. So since Ratzayin for the world is infinite, so why does the Medrash say that the world is finite and Torah is infinite? The world technically also has a component that's infinite. And Derba adds as follows and he says like this. In other words, how do we know that the heaven and earth have, is, is finite? So the Medrash is basing it on the fact that the verse, when it refers to Hashem finished creating the world, it says by Yechulu. Hashem finished creating heaven and earth. And Vayichulu is an expression of limitless. It's limited. limited. It's limited. It has, it has a finite component to it. But the fact is, we know the Rebbe says, Vayichulu also has another translation. What's the other translation of Vayichulu? It's in the expression of Tainug. Tainug means a deep pleasure. It's in the sphere, it's, in, it's part of Kesser. It's the higher level of Kesser. It's actually higher than Ratzayin. In other words, that in heaven and earth, by Yechulu, Hashem draw in Tainug. So if that's the case, why are we saying that heaven and earth have a finite, a finite existence? You have in there Ratzayin, you have in there Tainug, you have in there Oyrein Soif, so seemingly heaven and earth is also infinite. Not only that, to take it a step further, the Rebbe explains like this. We know by Yechulu HaShemayim, Hashem finished creating the heaven and the earth, what is that connected to? It's connected to Shabbos. But we know, in reference to Shabbos, there's two levels. 
there's one level of Shabbos, where Shabbos we know is the seventh day of the week, and it actually includes within it also the eighth, which hovers over it, which is referring to the level of Bina. So one hand, Shabbos is the seventh day, and it has it's connected to the eighth, it's, it's the eighth which hovers over it, and connected to the sphere of Bina. That's on one level. On the other hand, we know that Shabbos is connected to Tainug, deep pleasure. Like for example, it says, we say it in the prayers, Chemdas Yomim Oisei Karasa. We call Shabbos Chemda, which is Tainuk. In other words, what sphere is that? That's referring to the sphere of Atik. So on one hand, Shabbos is connected to Bina, and the other hand, Shabbos is connected to what? To Atik. Now, what is, what's the difference between Bina and Atik practically in our case? So generally speaking, the seven Midois, the seven attributes, and also Bina, the sphere of Bina, are limited, are finite spheres. In other words, why? Because Bina is connected to the six Midois from Chesed, Gvurus, Tepares, Netzachot Yisoyed, which is also finite. However, Atik, we know, is higher than Ishtalshalos. So we see that Shabbos has two components. On one hand, it's connected to finite, which is Bina and the six Midois, and also it's connected to what? The idea of Tainug. Now, so since Vayichulu HaShemayim Varet is connected to both components, on one hand, yes, it's Bina and the six Midois, but on the other hand, it's also connected to Atik, it's connected to Tainug. So why does the Medrash say, blanket statement, that Shemayim Varet has a finite component to it? Maybe it has a finite component also, but it also has an infinite component. So Rebbe's going to explain this with an introduction. We know, for example, that there's something which, with the spheroids, there's seichel, there's intellect, chachma bina das, and then there's the keser, the crown, which in there you have tainig and rotzay. So we're going to focus in right now on two components of the spheroids. The component of intellect, seichel, and we're going to focus in on the component of rotzay, will. Now, seichel intellect is its independent ex- existence from the soul. In other words, let's say you have an intellectual idea, and you come up with the idea, the soul doesn't have to be into it once it's defined. It's not a soul thing. In other words, intellect is a calculated intellectual equation. So after you intellectually come up with an idea, you can write it up, you can put it on the table, and you can walk away, you're not necessarily connected to it. So intellect exists on an independent from the person. On the other hand, Ratzayin. What is Ratzayin? What means you want? So the essence is the wanting of the soul. And as the soul is invested in the wanting. And I was like this. When it comes to wanting, it's an expression of the soul. When it comes to intellect, it's a factual one plus one is two. It doesn't do with the soul. It's not connected to the soul per se. So because intellect is independent, and on the other hand, Ratzayin is really an expression of the soul, that's why Ratzayin is called Bligvul. It doesn't have a limit. Ain't sof. There's no end to it. Why? Because what is Ratzayin? It's actually drawing in from the essence. So that replies to us as human beings and also as to Hashem. In other words, intellect is finite. It's an intellectual thing disconnected from the soul. But the, since Ratzin is connected to the soul, and it's drawn out from the soul, it's drawn out from the essence, so it's infinite. Now, so you see again, we have intellect and, and, and Ratzin. Intellect is independent, it's finite. Ratzin, on, on the other hand, is, it's infinite because it's coming from the essence of the soul. Now, 
But now there it says there's two types of levels of Ratzin. Let's look at Hashem. Hashem had a want. He wanted to create the world. And he wanted for to for it to be there should be Torah and mitzvahs, and we should learn Torah and do mitzvahs. Now, the one thing that Hashem wanted to create the world, the Ratzin, the, the will that Hashem had for to create the world, is also drawing out technically from the essence of Hashem. However, even though it's coming, because Ratzin always comes from the essence of Hashem. But on the other hand, the will, the Ratzin that Hashem had to create the world, has a finite existence to it. Why? Because the source of the Ratzin is also finite. As we know, for example, there's the Ma'or, there's the source of light, and then there's the ray. So the Ratzin, the will to create the world, doesn't come from the Ma'or, from the source of light itself, but it comes from a shine, from a ziv and a ara, from a shine, from the glow, but not from the, from the deepest depths of the essence. So the will, the Ratzin for the world, comes from an external place. So because it comes from an external place, the will to create the world is in a lower level, and therefore the world is finite. However, when it comes to the will, the rotting that Hashem had for Torah and Mitzvahs, that's coming from the essence of Hashem Himself, which is not limited to any finite calculation. So you have with the will to, for Torah and Mitzvahs comes from Atzmos, from the essence of Hashem, not from the external part like when it comes to creation of the world. And here it brings actually from the Zoyar. The Zohar says, on the verse in the Torah when it says, the Yikhu Li, you should take to me. So Li means you should take it to me. But Li means, the Zohar says, Li, me, myself. In other words, when you learn Torah, you're taking me Hashem. You're taking the essence of Hashem. So when we sit and learn Torah, we study Torah, we meditate in Torah, we're taking what? We're not taking the ray an external part of Hashem. We're taking the essence of Hashem. Like, for example, it's explained in other places where it says in the, in the Ten Commandments, the opening commandment, Anoichi Hashem Alekecha. What does that mean, Anoichi? I? Not Hashem, is, we know the name of Hashem. Alekecha is another name of Hashem. Anoichi is the essence of Hashem. And it's, what is Anoichi referring to? The part of Hashem which is not... Uh, quantified in a, in, in, in a description or any other details. It's higher than any name. So Anoichi Hashem Alekecha. Anoichi, the essence of Hashem is, is, is in the Torah. So when it comes to Torah and Mitzvahs, you have the essence of Hashem. So again, to recap, there's the Ratzayin, the will Hashem had to create the world that comes from Chitzayin, Yisaratzayin. It comes from a ray, and therefore the world is finite. Torah and Mitzvahs comes from the Ratzayin, the essence of Hashem. And therefore, Torah mitzvahs are infinite. Now, so you have the world, which comes from finite, and Torah mitzvahs, which is infinite. And here comes the magic. Here comes the powerful gift. However, when we Jewish people learn Torah and preserve the mitzvahs, then we take that powerful rotzain, that powerful will of Hashem, which we said is connected to the atzmi, the essence of Hashem, of Torah mitzvahs, and we infuse it in the world. Powerful. Again, just to recap so we can go for, forward and get it. The Ratzon, the will for Hashem to create the world, is Kitzayin Yisrael Ratzon. It comes from a ray. So therefore the world is finite. The will, the Ratzon for Torah mitzvahs is infinite. And therefore Torah mitzvahs is an infinite. When we go along and we learn Torah, 
in while we're in this world, we do mitzvahs in this world, we're fusing and we're taking from the infinite essence of Hashem, which is normally exists only in Torah mitzvahs, and we're bringing it into the world. Like we explained before, there's Bina, which is finite, and there's Atik, which is infinite. And the goal is to, to reveal Atik in Bina. Even though Bina is finite, you want to reveal Atik in Bina. And those Bina by itself, it says, Bina's It's the mother hovering over the children, which is referring to one of the children of Bina, the six Midas. And the six Midas, we know, they're finite, they're limited. Six sides. But when we do our spiritual work, then we draw into Bina from its source. And the source of Bina is the Pneumius, the internal part of Atik. As we know the expression in Zoya, Pneumius Bina, Pneumius Atik. What's the source of the internal part of Bina? Pneumius Atik. So when we learn Torah the Mitzvah, we're drawing an Atik into Bina. Up until the point when Atik gets revealed, we're in Bina. Just like Yerba says, this is exactly what happens in Rosh Hashanah. What happened in Rosh Hashanah? In other words, what happens in Rosh Hashanah? We draw in Tainug, which is the infinite part, the essence of the infinite part of Tainug, which is higher, there's different levels in Tainug and pleasure. There's a Tainug that comes that's, that's comes from different things. Tainug, which is felt, that's a lower level of Tainug. But the highest level of Tainug, called Tainug HaPashot, Tainug Asmi, and the goal of Rosh Hashanah is to take that powerful Tainug, the deep, pure Tainug, and bring it down into the world, what? By blowing Shafar and Rosh Hashanah. So based on this, Rebbe explains very powerfully, he says like this, what does that mean? Vayichulu, the way the Medrash initially translated it was an end. But Vayichulu actually means no, an expression of tainug, deep pleasure. What does that mean? But on the other hand, we know that that, oh, that only applies to Torah Mitzvahs. So Vayichulu Hashemayim Ba'aretz, which means tainug, which is really disconnected, not connected to the earth and the heaven. But when we do our spiritual work, then by Yechulu, then we draw in Tainug into Shemayim and Aretz, into the heaven and the earth, in the physical heaven and earth. And just like the first human being, Adam the first man, what happened on the sixth day of creation, and that's actually when by Yechulu was said, so he called everyone together and he said, Let's bow down, let's prostrate, and let's bless the infinite God that made us. So up until Adam Arishan, there was the world, and there was God. Adam Arishan says, no, let's connect God to the world. Let's bring in blessings into the physical world. And that's why it says, whoever says by Yechulu, which again, now we know the inside of Ayichulu, taking Tainug and bringing it down to the world, you become a partner with Hashem. You become a partner with Hashem. In what? In the creation of the world. Because until you say Ayichulu, the world is a physical world. And when you say Ayichulu, you draw down Tainug into this world, now you become a partner with Hashem. You're, fusing the, you're infusing the world with God and godliness, the infinite God and godliness. Why? Because when you say Ayichulu, which means practically you're drawing in Tainug, the highest level of Tainug, into the world. So the person makes 
Shamayim Chadashim Ve'eretz Chadasha. You make a new heaven, so to speak, and a new earth. One that's infused with the infinite part of Hashem. Which is higher than the heaven and earth on its own. Because the heaven on, an earth, on, a, on earth on its own is finite. On the other hand, when we say by Yechulu, we draw on the infinite part into the world. And the Rebbe quotes from the, from the Talmud, the Talmud says that that the acts of tzaddikim, it means people that bring godliness into the world, is greater than the actual creation of the world. Why? Because when a tzaddik goes ahead and makes a blessing and learns Torah and does mitzvahs, what you do then is you draw down tainug into the creation of the world. And that's why we know that what was the old purpose and why did Hashem create the world? Because Hashem wanted Hashem wanted a dwelling place where in the physical world. He wanted there should be a physical world, a finite world, and we should do our spiritual job by bringing tining into the world. How does that happen? It doesn't happen by itself. It happens by doing our avoid of learning Torah and doing mitzvah specifically in the world, and then we bring the infinite Hashem into the world. And just like when it was when originally Hashem created the world, so it says in, in the prophets, Shaykh of Amud of Sheish, another that Hashem wanted and he had a desire to create the world. Now, why did Hashem have a desire to create the world? Not that it should be a physical world, so that we should come, we should come into this world, learn Torah and do mitzvahs, and draw down godliness, the infinite part of Hashem into the world. And the reason why Hashem desired it is because of our avoid, because of our spiritual work. And like it's brought down in many places in, in Kabbalah and Chassidus, that based on the, on the verse, the verse that says, um, in the prophets, Im HaMelech Bimlachta, we're together with Hashem in His work. In other words, what does that mean? That when Hashem created the world, who was He envisioning? Who did He consult with? With the, with the souls of the righteous people. What does that mean, righteous people? Anyone that learns Torah and does mitzvahs and prays in this world, this is what Hashem had dreamed of. That we should finish the job by bringing Tainag and the infant part of Hashem into, the, into this world. And that's why specifically, when we do our spiritual work, we draw in and we reveal in the physical world that Hashem created, real tainuk, real deep pleasure, which is the component of that Hashem wanted to have a dwelling place into this world. What does that mean, a dwelling place? The infinite Hashem should dwell in this world. And that's why it says, What should you call Shabbos? Oinig, real deep pleasure. In other words, that we, by doing our avoida, we draw down into Shabbos, Tainug. Which Tainug? The infinite Tainug. Up to the point where literally the physical world, the, the good uh, meat you're supposed to eat on Shabbos, the, the wine you're supposed to drink on Shabbos, and all the other delicacies people like eating on Shabbos, the goal is to bring down God and godliness into the physical world. And that's why it says, by Yechulu HaShemayim Baruch And again, by Yechulu means... Now we learned a whole new insight. The Yichulu means Tainug. The idea is to bring Tainug into the world. And just like the first human being, Adam Arishon, he affected completion in the creation. When he stopped and he said, no, let's thank Hashem, let's prostrate ourselves, let's bless Hashem. So the same thing also, every single one of us, through our spiritual work, we could make a dwelling place for Hashem down here in this world. And just like when Hashem wanted to create the world, He looked into the Torah, and that's what He used to create the world. The Torah is the blueprint for the world. So the same thing also us. When we learn Torah, 
We don't, the world's created. We keep the world alive. Hashem created the world through the Torah, and we keep the world alive through Torah. That we literally make new heavens and new earth. And the Rebbe quotes and he says that in the beginning of creation, what does it say? This is the birth of the heaven and earth, but he born when Hashem created it. Now if you give a look, the word toldos, so toldos is spelt with two vavs, it means it's called mole, it's complete. Hashem created it complete. Hashem created a complete world. But when we do our work, then we create a second toldos, a second completion. What is that? We know it says in the prophet in the prophet by Ruth. It says Ela Toilos. This is the offspring of Peretz, and over there Toilos also says with a double vav, which is higher than the initial Toilos of when Hashem created the world. So Hashem created the world was complete from from the level of heaven and earth. But when we do our avoid, it becomes complete in a whole different level. When is ultimately this all going to happen? When we're going to have the redemption. The true redemption, the complete redemption, which is going to happen through Mashiach Tidkenu. Because what's going to happen when Mashiach comes, we know, as the Prophet says, Oz Everyone's going to have the clarity. Everyone's going to have the clarity to realize that Hashem is the one that, that, that created the world and maintains the world. And we're all going to serve one God. And as the Prophet says, God is going to be the king over the whole earth. By Yoimahu, when that day, when we finally finish our job of making this world a godly place, Hashem is going to be one, and everyone's going to call the same one Hashem. And as the prophet says, Hashem is going to be totally revealed. Everyone's going to see that's just one. Hashem is the one that's speaking. And what does that mean? Pi Hashem That literally the physical flesh, not only our godly soul, but our animal soul, our physical body is going to see that it's all God. When is that going to happen? It's going to happen when Bekarim Mamish. It's a beautiful Hasidic discourse going to change our whole perspective by Yechulu because it shows us that we're really partners with Hashem. And by us doing our spiritual work, learning, praying, doing mitzvahs, we bring the real timing in this world. We partner with Hashem and we create the ultimate completion when everyone will realize that Hashem is the one that created the world, maintained the world, and the Rebbe says ultimately we'll all merit um, this to happen with Mashiach Tzidkenu. Have a great week and a blessed week. Thanks for joining us for our class on Chassidus.